you know, every time another team came in, they're just sitting there. You never seen it. so many smartphones come out to take pictures of it and watch and yeah. watch the replays and hey, games on the court down here. Hey, there's something <laughs> going on down here. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today we're joined by Bob Cornell, new Dactronics sales representative in the high school market and former athletic director of Liberty High School in Missouri. He shares his experience of adding video displays to their venues, how they provide an additional revenue stream, and much more. We're here today with Bob. Bob, how you doing? I am doing great today. How about you guys? I'm doing good. Matt Anderson's here with me, just so you're aware. <laughs> Thanks for letting everyone aware, Justin. Yeah, Got to give that warning here, I guess. But um, <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk to Bob. And Bob, you're kind of new to Dactronics and you've got a, a, a new role here in sales. Can you tell us a little bit about your background of what you did before coming to Dactronics? Absolutely. So I started uh, in education 32 years ago. I taught... Uh, in the high school, I had a marketing education degree, so I taught marketing, business law, business management, business manufacturing, anything with business except accounting, <laughs> uh, and uh, also ran the work-study program for 18 years, and, and at that time, too, I coached uh, basketball and coached cross-country and track as well, and, and uh, really got into the high school vibe, and then... Uh, from there, I wanted to move into administration, particularly athletic administration, and started uh, as an assistant principal for a few years and then uh, jumped into the athletic director role. Interesting. Yeah. And you say, you know, anything with business involved is kind of where you're starting from and, and then being a coach. So obviously you had a passion for sports. Was it always kind of the plan to become an athletic director or did it just kind of slowly sort of happen? Well, it slowly started to happen because at that time when you started as a teacher, nobody wanted to be an administrator. Those are the, you know, it's administration against the teachers, you know, back in the day, the old school mentality of uh-huh. it. But as I look back, kind of what I like to do and uh, organize things and promote things and promote other people and do that. I, I think, man, I was set up to be an athletic director just from how my mind was uh developed and and through the years of that i i come from a big family so with that in mind you're never in the spotlight you're always there's always somebody else or something else going on so uh that gives you know that trained me for this role too is there's always something going on and be ready for it and you said you were involved in in high schools for a number of years how long were you actually the athletic director so in uh, we opened uh, Liberty North High School in 2010. Two years prior to that, I was a uh, uh, AD at a middle, the junior high here in town as well. So okay. in 2010 to 2020, right, right at the start of COVID, uh, that's that's when I uh, ran uh, Liberty North and and developed that whole program. And and did you play sports growing up too? I'm more like it's usually if you're a coach or into it. Did you have favorite sports you played growing up too that kind of led into their their love of sports? Yeah, you know what? I played about everything as as it used to be. I played soccer, basketball, uh, ran uh, baseball, football. Okay. Uh, uh, did them all, and then got to junior high, and uh, we have kind of a running family. I have a sister that's a two-time state champion. I have a brother that. Uh, went to state as well. I have a sister that was golf, basketball, track too. So it's it's in our family. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
uh, with that and just athletics has always it's always been a part of that and you know it's inter- I, I go back and look so in the summers in college you know you need a good college job well how about run a swimming pool I mean that's that's the life you know you're a lifeguard and you run lifeguards and so I started teaching swim lessons in the summer too with that hmm. job and if you could teach a three-year-old not to fear the water <laughs> you can you can teach anybody anything yeah that's pretty good know. <laughs> I mean, so I, I, as I look back on it, as, as you get older, obviously you get retro perspective on everything, but uh, that's kind of, and my wife's the same way. She's a teacher 32 years as well, taught swim lessons in the summer, all that stuff. So it kind of got ingrained a long time ago on, on uh, <laughs> the angle that I needed to be going. <laughs> Very Definitely a sports-heavy background and sports-heavy family. Um, and we've talked with different athletic directors too before, and both high school and colleges. And it's always a, an interesting kind of question we throw at them because we hear it a lot is, you know, you maybe start out coaching a couple different sports and those are your focuses. But then when you become an athletic director, now all of a sudden it's all the sports, right? Now you got to help out with all of them. Kind of tell us a little bit about how is that transition going from maybe just two sports to not all of them? Yeah, you know, that that was uh, when you're a coach in those sports, what's interesting you bring that, when you're coaching those sports and you're totally into that, it's tough to go see any other sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I would, in basketball season, you're you're already going six or seven days a week. I would never see a wrestling tournament or I would never see swimming. I would never, you know, when you get in the athletic director role, you're going to see all that. And that, I I got more excited as I went, oh, there's a swim meet, four o'clock, we got a state qualify. I'm going to go see this girl hit the water today and go check it out or, um, things like that so and and i and i have a vast interest in a lot of different sports that that was the bonus too people say i'm a basketball guy because i coach basketball well yeah but i also had season tickets for the chiefs forever i have (laughs) you know i'm i'm a st louis cardinal baseball fan stuck in kansas city i mean i there's you know there's all kinds of interests that uh about sports and, and even in in college i worked with the intramural program i was an intramural um, supervisor so i would go watch water polo and inner tubes i would go watch you know supervise wow. that i'm not i'm not we had that we had ping pong we had everything so um it kind of got you know i just have a interest in a lot of different things yeah it sounds like you know they said you were you're a basketball coach or you're a basketball guy and you said no i'm, I'm kind of just a sports fan <laughs> yeah. it's like i like sports um and and being a sports fan i'm kind of curious too when when was your first uh introduction into uh dactronics products or, or seeing dactronics name well so when we opened uh liberty north high school in 2010 we opened with 400 kids in our building and in the and it was, if you look back at, think about 2010, so uh, 2008 is when our financial crisis was going on in mm-hmm. the United States and all that. So we had to build our building in in sections and, and uh, year after year. So 2010, we opened the school. We had a uh, very small auxiliary gym, and the building is going to be, at the end of it, will be built for 2,500, but we have 400 in there. So our field house was being built at the time, which will hold 2,000. So when uh, that started, uh, they had a we had a budget for uh, just a regular scoreboard, a center hung, uh, four sided scoreboard. And I said, "Hey, wait a minute, how much is in the budget for that?" Okay, whatever the dollar was, we want a video board. We want to <laughs> we let's make this 
the best gym in the city since we're building it right now. It's going to be the biggest right now, but let's go ahead and make it the, the nicest and mm -hmm. let's go find the technology. And, and I knew of Dactronics. I didn't know at the level I do now. <laughs> and uh, so that was, that was the first time that I really paid attention. And then as soon as I got to know the guys and, and talked to everybody within DAC, it, it was like, wow, this is, uh, this is the right way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and thinking about maybe walk us through that process a little bit, cause that can definitely be a shock to people if they think we just need some scoreboards and you bring up, we need a video board. I know sometimes we hear there's a sticker shock value, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, you're talking about a lot of money now. How are we going to be able to fund this project? How did you maybe, I wouldn't say naysayers, but how did you kind of handle the process to, to see from beginning to end like that? Yeah. So I'll remind you. So my degree is marketing education. So I taught marketing and mm -hmm. made it. So I already, my background thought process is different than a lot of people as far as athletic directors. And that, you know, there's a lot of them that taught different things. Very few were business teachers and I don't, you know, the, the, everything met up perfect on that. So my mentality was, Hey, you gotta, you gotta spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we had a, so when we opened, we did have a sports marketing teacher in a sports marketing program already, which is unheard of. So we were doing uh, sports marketing activities in an ox gym that holds 500 people. We're, we're doing uh, a horse race at halftime or this or that. So we already had that. And the marketing teacher, which is awesome, she had worked at Oregon, at K-State, and had been involved in Dactronics as well. So, and, and knowing what these boards can do and, and what they can bring to a school. So in that process, so you got the sticker shock, this is going to cost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And luckily they said, all right, if you're going to do this, it's on you. You're going to, you, you have to go down this road. I said, okay, well, I already had the sports marketing teacher that's going to be able to do this. I had a booster club president that was off the chain starting out. He wanted, he wanted to be the best booster club ever, uh -huh. uh, which, which, you know, when you get somebody with that kind of enthusiasm, you, you can't beat it and you can't slow them down. And so initially <laughs> And this would scare this, some AD, this is initially we were going to be, I was going to be involved in selling advertising talking to Jerry and coming down and going through that. And then that's not really, so I, we decided, Hey, you know what? The booster club's going to buy this board, borrow the money through our foundation in the district and uh, pay it back in a five year note. Okay. And we'll we'll get the advertisements going that way. So if you really want it, any AD can find the money. It's no matter where you're at. I mean, it's just amazing. And and actually, in that, as we were, we had it ordered. We're we're starting to get, you know, advertisers. Uh, some of the marketing, sports marketing, two students were actually going out and. Um, talking to businesses themselves hmm. and what I'll never forget this, this uh, student came in, he goes, Mr. Cornell, I got, I got to talk. All right, come on in my office, whatever. <laughs> hey, so I just went to my orthodontist, had my thing, had my, my teeth tightened. And I said, Hey, we've got this video board that we're going to put at school, which you want to advertise. And I said, yeah, right. And what do you say? He said, yeah, I'll do. I want the $5,000 level. I want the high level. <laughs> And I said, what? He said, yeah, he, he's going to call you. He's going to, 
And this kid was walking on air. He was so excited. Oh, so yeah. sure, sure enough, the next day, I get the call from Dr. Canning here in town who said, hey, I'm, I'm you know, I want to be a part of this. And I talked to one of the students yesterday who's a patient of mine. And so he got one of our first sales. And then what's ironic, but what's even better about that story I love to tell is, so the video board's in, we're in our third year or second year of school and the video board came in right at the end. So the next year we had a volleyball game on a Thursday night. No, volleyball game on a Wednesday night. Dr. Canning uh, goes to a football game on a Thursday night. And because we were, we didn't have a football stadium yet. And he's sitting in the stands and there's some parents and some people sitting in front of him that don't know him. And they go, man, did you, that volleyball game was awesome last night. Yeah, that was a good game. How about that? How about that smile cam? And the (laughs) other lady, I miss that. Yeah. The, the Dr. Canning orthodontic smile cam. And Dr. Canning sitting there, jaw drops. Just loving it, yeah. Yeah, you know, not the kiss cam. We got the smile cam sponsored by Canning Orthodontics. So I, and I kid you, I'll never forget this. So the next next day, he was in my office and said, How much more can I pay to be the sole orthodontic provider for Liberty North? How much? I want to be, I, I don't want anybody else to be able to do it. That's awesome. <laughs> and, the re- and I remember it because it was it was Red Friday in Kansas City. Red Friday, everybody wears Chiefs jerseys, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So here he is. It was a Chiefs weekend. He had a Chiefs jersey on, 58. Derek Thomas's jersey comes in, says, how, how much more to, to be? Yeah. I said, well, th- per year, it'll be, th- be $8,000. Okay. Wrote the check right there, and the rest is history. He's wow. still the only Jeez. orthodontic on the board. So, I, I mean – if there's a will, there's a way, you know, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the beauty of it. That's, that's a great story. Cause it's one thing to always try and tell people that are sponsoring or advertising that it's making an impact. Yeah. It's another when the person's actually there and hears it from yeah. other people in the stands <laughs> to prove that it's going well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was just shocked. I mean, he, oh my gosh, that's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Because this, yep. this makes me think, you know, it's obviously the the students being super excited because sometimes they do things like, you know, I don't know, sell band cards or these different right. people. And he just sold like a $5,000 sc- sponsorship. So I could definitely see how that would be uh, very rewarding because it makes me think of a unique aspect to this is that Justin, I hear all the time, again, whether it's high school or college, the benefit of video boards, and we can get into this in a little bit, but students help run the video boards during games and it gives them some real life experience afterwards in this you're you're almost mentioning the benefits for the students even on the before it's even installed yeah. aspect so they're getting real life experience essentially of Sales. helping selling sponsorships at a high school level yeah it was so from that point on that student was also dr canning's account in charge of dr canning's account to make sure hey everything good yeah uh, you know anything else uh, do you have any promotions you want us to do so that was one of his accounts that that student stayed with until he retired or until he graduated right that's that's resume building stuff already i worked at like a christmas tree trimming farm (laughs) and like a blockbuster right that didn't really do anything with marketing so it's one of those it's never too soon when you're in high school even to start looking ahead and building a resume type of stuff but 
That's exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, that blockbuster experience took you far there, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I worked at a video store too, and they they, they don't exist they don't anymore. Exist. So. <laughs> What's a video store? Uh, exactly. I, I've made the joke before. I had to present to a group of uh, interns at Dactronics. And I had to say I worked at a blockbuster, right? And I got a bunch of blank stares. And I tried to say it was like, it's like a Netflix, but in person, like yeah. physically there. That That's the best thing I could come up for an analogy right. for them. Speaking of video stores, you went to a video display from, from Fixed Digit. And you were planning on a four-sided Fixed Digit center hung. Did you end up with a four-sided video display center hung? Or, or how did your configuration work out when you decided to go video? So we went because our, so our gym, you come in, you enter on an end in line mm -hmm. and there's no seats there. So that would have been not very wise to spend money to put a video board on that end or the other end, which faces a weight room. Mm -hmm. It's two levels on the other side. So we put a video on both sides plus fixed digit, a stack panel, and then two lower level fixed digit boards as well. Mm -hmm. So it we we got the combination of everything right and turned out great and i, I would tell everybody just because you get a video board don't leave out the fixed digits you you want those as a backup mm -hmm. you want that always there uh because we we don't run the time or anything on the video board that's all live action and then yeah. uh replays or advertisements before the game halftime after the game um so it worked out great. We also, the other thing we added was a pro table. So we, we got the pro oh, table as well, nice. which, so when we opened it, uh, everybody was calling, initially was calling it Sprint Center North and Sprint Center is downtown Kansas City. Now it's AT&T or whatever, but so it's Sprint Center North or mm -hmm. mini Sprint Center because it, it really, the combination of all the pieces we put on there uh, really just was great for the high school setting. That's awesome. And and I'm sure you got some sneak uh, sneak peeks as it was being installed and tested. Can you maybe think of the the very first event you had when you used those displays and kind of what was the the fan reaction when it started up? Oh, yeah. So um, we had to get it installed over Christmas um, time because um, the field house w w was being built the whole time. The rest of the school was already open. So we didn't with the first game was uh, January 7th. And it was against a school that I was very, very good friends with the head coach. Mm -hmm. So it was it was awesome that way. Um, brought him in and more people just stood and stared at that than watched the game probably. And it was a, it was a great game as well. We beat them on top of that. Um, but the, you know, the wow factor, uh, the, you know, with it, first of all, being, it got delivered right as school was getting out for the semester and there's these huge boxes and this and that. And then watching that steel go up, you know, it, it was all put together in a steel and then raised up. So it mm -hmm. was, it was sitting on the floor for a while and, and then uh, got pulled up to the ceiling and attached and uh, just working through that. And what's, what's great about it is, you know, it's run by kids. So mm -hmm. you, you get grace starting out versus, oh, this is a professional company, you know, Bob Cardell Sports Marketing, they're running this, it's all adults running, blah, blah, blah. No, it's kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you get some grace, but it just, uh, the wow factor and then 
you know, every time another team came in, they're just sitting there. You never see so many smartphones come out to take pictures of it and watch and yeah. watch the replays. And hey, the game's on the court down here. Hey, there's something going on down there. The other, what's what's fascinating is so we, of course, we do a pregame, you know, the introduction, and you have it. We have pregame videos and. The other team gets introduced, and then we do our pregame interview, and coaches are yelling at their players, quit looking up at the board. Blah, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's also a wow factor for our kids, too. We noticed that, that in talking to the head coaches. So it wasn't a huge home court advantage because our kids were wowed by it, too. So, <laughs> right. I mean, it's brand uh, new. It was, yeah, it's it's like playing at an event center. I mean, it's it uh, it was uh, pretty intriguing that way. Yeah, we've heard that from a few other customers too. Is that they have to have a couple events and practice events so that that the players get used to seeing themselves on the displays. Try and to get them numb get to that it, right? out of their system before they, they <laughs> get a big game. I'm trying to think. So what? I don't know. You said you end up beating him. So your good friend that was the other team's coach. Did he say anything to you afterwards about the the displays, or was he? I'm not going to talk to you for a while because I just lost the game too <laughs> right. soon. No, nah, he was like, oh, man, this was incredible. And, you know, and it, and it, you know, so the training, the kids had probably uh, a day or two training, if mm-hmm. I look back on it, because literally uh, put getting that in and getting it installed, and that was all over Christmas. And we missed a week because, you know, taking off Christmas yeah. is – is part of what everybody does and and so uh yeah he was he was amazing i'm never coming back here you know joking of <laughs> course but uh but yeah so now he is a coach down in the city that does have a video board and, okay. and is involved with that as well nice and you know we've been talking about the uses for sports have you found that you've been using uh that system for other things while you were there absolutely so uh we'll we'll back out to the district level so every year there's the the pre-conference with all the teachers and mm-hmm. our field house could hold 2000. So we would have that there that had the video board going and, you know, the people giving speeches. Uh, we, our first two graduating classes were in there. So that was on, uh, which is ironic. So the first one, uh, my son, my oldest went to Liberty, actually all three of them, but my son, my oldest is graduating. Mm-hmm. So my parents are there, grandparents are there, you know, all that. Well, the, um, we had an electrical storm that knocked, uh, all the, everything out. Mm-hmm. It, it like, it happened that morning and graduation was like one o'clock and it knocked everything out. So then when we got there to get things started back up, we got it started and, the video board was fine, but the audio was not. It was not. A, it's not a Dactronics audio. It's just another audio system, and it was all. It's all computer, as you guys know. It's all computer generated, and yeah. And it, it's not just turning on a microphone to the speaker. It has to run through the system. And so we're trying to get it running. Here come my parents. Are you running this show? <laughs> Where, where's Where's the microphones? What's I mean? So. <laughs> In the middle of it, we're on the radios talking to a custodian and, and said, I said, who turned the breaker off? And about that time, the custodian said, I'll turn it off. And he turned it off again to reset this, the speakers. And it <laughs> just totally made it not work for the next two hours. So oh, geez. <laughs> we uh, initially, the principal just would read out the names 
loudly. Right. And then <laughs> it was, and this is with my parents. Hey, this is great. <laughs> you're 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 uh, in charge of this show, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Good impression but, uh, you put on them there. Yeah. Yeah. So we we've done graduation. Another cool thing we do using the video board is our signing days. Oh, so okay. we'll do uh, we'll set the, what's cool is we'll put the pro table out on the center probably uh, oh, about 20 feet off the sideline facing facing that side of the bleachers and then we'll put the kid's name and the school logo they're going to and all that on the video board and we'll run background music and as they talk about it, and the coach gets up there really cool uh, set up with that uh, when we have our parent meetings for sports I would use it to drop on, you know, a PowerPoint or something like that up there. It it gets used. <laughs> it has been used quite a bit. Yeah. You almost start to look for reasons to use it as things happen. But... Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And have you noticed kind of I know you said at that first that first game, you know, they only had a couple of days to work with it. Have you noticed a big, you know, change in the production level and the quality of the production level over the years as people got, you know, more and more experience and hands on with it? Oh, without a doubt. And the technology and the the expectations mm-hmm. totally grew too as the classes filled up. Uh, you know, they what happens is the kids take sports marketing mm-hmm. one, and that's a semester class, and then sports marketing two and three. We had to open up three. Uh, those are the kids that run the production. So mm-hmm. the the quality. I mean, they have headsets. They're talking to each other. They're in a crow's nest up in the far far corner. They're yeah. not anywhere near the scores table there there's somebody at the scores table directing that run promo number two run uh three-point shot by crowley furniture run <laughs> this or that and since then so since the indoor video we did build an outdoor stadium and added a video out there oh, okay. as well nice so it just expanded and kind of said we're we're having good success with this and it seems to be working and people like it and the kids are learning as well and doing some curriculum to support it and everything so well, yeah. expectations yeah. right like he said there's an expectation once you yeah. see it in one yeah. venue now you want it in another one that's yes and and so back you know back to the funding so the first we funded this video board with uh running it through the foundation and selling ads and that board uh, was paid off in three and a half years, not five, three and a half years. Nice. So when the outdoor, when we built these stadiums and, and we built them at both high schools, because we were, we all, both of us plus a college was playing at a college here in town for oh, yeah. William Jewell College. So uh, we're building our stadiums and nothing fancy, but this time we borrowed money from ourselves and now we're paying it back that way. So we had money in our capital you know, and could uh, fund both those. And now there's ads on there. We sold ads for the stadium, for the video board, for the, you know, naming rights. We did all that. So it grew Mm -hmm. because they saw how quick we paid for the indoor board. Mm -hmm. And the other high school in town added a video board and they paid for theirs in a year and a half, but they didn't have a four or a two-sided. They had a one-sided. Okay. And it goes back to what you said about the spending. You need to spend money to make money, yes. right? Like it all comes back around to that and just showing people that you can create these additional, you know, channels of revenue coming in. Yeah. You know, and the only hesitation was at the time was that the economy was so bad. It was tough. Yeah. And the first thing that any, anybody does is likes to cut advertising dollars. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people, they, you know, 
So, but when we talked to them and, and I remember talking to Jerry and, and about the dollar figure, I'm like, man, uh, what he had, he gave us numbers that typically work for high schools. And I was like, gosh, I just think that's a little high, but so we went just a step down and retrospect, they would have paid what Jerry recommended. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I kicked my, but we still paid it off quicker than that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, and, and, and we ended up on adding a company to do the sales on the outdoor stuff. Mm, okay. And, and which was even better, but the caveat to that is he still has the education piece. So he would come in and talk to the class about oh, nice. what they've sold. Right. He would come into the class and go, all right, uh, Matt Anderson, you are in charge of price chopper. You need to make sure they're happy with what's going on. You need to make sure they're invited to the sponsor recognition night. You need mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. call and check on them once a week. Nice. Uh, sure. They would also, we would, their, uh, the class writes the script. He would approve the script for games nice. and things like So it just builds into this great deal. So you didn't, you didn't lose it, essentially, right? Like you're saying you hired someone else to do it, but you didn't lose that educational aspect. You're still able to merge them together. That's awesome. And, no, and that's why we went with him because he, he's tied to the community as well. But he's all, I mean, it, that piece there, that education side of it, they were just, organizing it they they get uh they get a cut of some of the money which hey i have no problems with that cost of doing business when you even selling a, a game day program a lot of times you know you only get 50 25 of whatever mm-hmm. they're selling to the ads this yeah. was reverse of that and it's a cost of doing business but you still mm-hmm. get that money in the long run comes back around to you right yeah and there's there's multiple different ways to do that uh, different ways to do the funding and you mentioned uh that uh, another high school in town ended up getting video display too um and then you guys put one in outdoor do you see any kind of trends in in the high school marketplace that people are looking to do with their video displays yes all i mean they are i was on a conference call the other day with the school and I knew the AD because I, I obviously, I, I mean, I just got out of it and the conference call was talking about, okay, we want we're, let's talk about football video board. And his first thing he said, well, as long as it's bigger than what Cornell put in at Liberty North, <laughs> I, that's all I, you know, that friendly just, but it's a, it's actually real. I know when we put in the video board at North and played, and then we hosted another neighboring school district, I knew the principal because I used to be in that same district. He would come over and man, man, we got to get one of those. Man, we and they have a new school. Their school's only five years older than ours. We we need one of those in our school. We need one of those in our school. Well, finally, they well they definitely have it at their football stadium. They're working on the indoor part, mm-hmm. but that that conversation and, and it's almost becoming a um, a necessity or a it's moved ahead of a, a want and it's more of a need now mm-hmm. because they're, they're understanding, Hey, what, what's hard about public education at all is, is understanding you're spending something that's going to make money for you. There's hardly anything else in a public school system that you spend money on and can make money on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you think about that, that, it, it's a reverse. They don't, a lot of people in this industry don't have that in their thought process. When you spend money in education, it's gone. 
typically. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you buy books, you're not going to, you know, it's gone. You yeah. buy a bus, <laughs> you know, you buy a bus, you know, you're going to wear it out and go down the road. Yeah. You buy you buy a scoreboard and you can make $100,000 once it's paid off a year. Money all of a sudden is coming back to you because of what you're doing. So, yeah, that's awesome. No, that yeah. I like, and I won't, I won't name the names of the colleges, but this reminds me of a project like five years ago, I think it was where they, they're trying to try and decide on the size of the football display. Oh yeah. And they said, I don't care as long as it's one foot by one foot larger than college B, right? They're the yeah. rival in the conference. <laughs> and that was the only thing they cared about was right. it has to be one foot by one foot bigger than that, that school over there. But absolutely. Well, that, and that conversation happened in Missouri. There's a, there's a high school that's two and a half hours away from us and mm-hmm. said the same thing. As long as it's, we want to be one of the bigger ones. We want to be bigger in the biggest in the state of Missouri. So how big is Liberty North? How big is uh, Webb city or how right. big is, you know, it just, it just goes and goes. Yeah. And, and thinking now, you know, whether, whether someone is currently under the way of building a new school or looking to, I don't think shake things up at the school that they're currently mm-hmm. with, with all your experiences you've had with this, what is some advice you would give to somebody when they're nervous about, you know, things like this? The biggest advice is talk to the schools that have done it. Talk mm-hmm. to what they, you know, the do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the, the school that we were on the phone call the other day with, they're, everything that, that I wish we would have done, they're doing um, different. You know, uh, I always, I, I, in buying technology and all that, my philosophy is, Hey, get the greatest, latest and greatest right now, because that's going to last, but it's still, it can go out, you know, it can, it Mm -hmm. can go out of technology. You know, I like, I like the term future proof. Yeah. There you go. Do, do the best you can to be future proof on what you're buying. Don't, don't be short sighted. And, uh, some like uh, there, there's ADs that get, you know, worried about, Hey, I don't know anything about video. I don't know anything about this or that. Well, you know what? I don't know really anything about coaching tennis, but I was the direct athletic director for tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, 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 you hire people that know that you find people that know that and want that. And this generation of kids out there, and I say kids, we're talking 30 year olds and down. Mm-hmm. They, this is right in their bailiwick. This is right what they want to do. And, yes. and don't be afraid of not knowing this stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, and I, I, I was so lucky. My, our sports marketing teacher knew this and had mm-hmm. the same thought process as I do. Let's, let's go big and bad. Let's get yeah. as big and bad as we can and make it happen. And it's an event. My, my administrative assistant in my office, she was awesome too. And, and our games were events, not just games. They were stinking events. Yeah. And our tournaments were events. And then, you know, who jumped in then was our audio visual department. Sure. They jumped in. Now they're doing post game interviews at our. <laughs> um, I'm not getting post game interviews at our tournament. Wow. They pull the star of the game out, pull them in the hallway, have a post game interview, stream it out. <laughs> boom. That's awesome. I mean, just boom. In a, the the experience these kids get. Yeah. yeah. The, the educational experience selling that alone mm-hmm. on what 
this all provides is it's uncanny. If you, Hey, you know, we got technology, tech schools where heating and cooling and folks are going into that stuff. This is the same thing, yeah. except it's, it's on the sports marketing side. Right. And, um, it's that, that piece there. I was thinking, you know, when, when you guys called me to talk about this, and, you know, I was thinking, Hey, you know what, for athletic directors of the fear of it, well, it's just like adding another team. You got a head coach as your sports marketing teacher. The kids are the team. Mm-hmm. Let that, you know, find a sports marketing teacher that can do this. Mm-hmm. Just like you find a coach that can coach golf or football or tennis or basketball that, you know, you don't have to, I'm not an expert in football by any stretch. I always, <laughs> you know, but I got to be an expert in hiring a coach. That's an expert. You know, I got to be, or that's where, that's where our job comes in. And yep. the same thing goes to this. It's, get rid of the fear factor and holy cats. It just opens <laughs> wide open for these guys. Yeah, no, Bob, this is awesome. And it's great to hear that story and, and hear yeah. your experiences and how everything kind of worked out for you when you were an AD. Um, and I also want to thank you for coming on the podcast today and sharing all those experiences with us. You bet. It's I, that's, I like seeing other schools get better too. Cause then I know my former school will do it too. And it, it just makes everything better for kids in mm-hmm. high school. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I agree with Justin. Thank you so much, Bob, for taking time out of your day to talk with us today. It's been a great conversation. All righty. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes.